0: Hey there everybody, it's Matthew, Uh, I'm here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, I'm walking to work, it is March 9th, we're in a little bit of a recording hiatus, but I'm just calling in, hopefully that this will be able to be included in tomorrow's release, been thinking a lot about Ukraine, I'm of Ukrainian background, I still have family there, I've been in touch with them, they're okay, but they're frightened, but they are angry. So, if you guys uh, could call in, I'm gonna do this. Uh Call in and tell them that one Ukrainian listener, I know we have a few downloads from there. Maybe this is a small thing to do, but just call in. And if you don't wanna talk about no means no, maybe this will reach a listener who has the little bit of spare time and a little extra brain cell with what's going on over there. To be listening to a dumb podcast about a dumb band, and uh, tell them where you're from, and that you're listening, and say, Slavo here we are, slava We're listening, we're listening, we're watching, and we love you. <coughs> Thank you, man."
1: Welcome back, no means nerds, no means nothings, whatever the fuck you are. This is No Means No Thing, No Means Nothing, episode 30. We're turning 30 years old today, Ah, folks. Well, not years. 30 episodes old. That's a little bit weird.
2: (laughs) The inevitable (laughs) decline. But
1: exactly. The the Saturn returns of uh, the podcast, and uh, we'll see how we do tonight. But I'm uh, one of your hosts, Jordan. I'm Matthew,
3: and I'm Michelle.
1: Yes, and we're three idiots who are going to do our best to uh, pit four no means no songs. No, two against two, I guess. We're going to offer up four no means no songs. Dive in, geek out. I've got a pocket full of googly eyes. Yeah, and my my uh, I've got my uh, Depends undergarments on for pants pooping. <laughs> ah, nice. Uh, I think ah. we, I think we got four good ones tonight. Um, yeah. Really uh, looking forward ooh. to diving into them. But I mean, I'm also real nervous. Uh, good, I don't, so I'm not, yeah, I got, the votes are, all, are hard. Yeah. I don't know what, yep. yeah, but, but they're all good ones. They're all good ones. Not a, not a bummer among them. So before we tell you what we got on deck, mm. let's tell you what we're drinking. What's our dreck? I've got a marniac. Hey,
3: the you old standby. Ride.
1: The old standby. And uh, yep, my daughter, once again, was accusing me of drinking rubbing alcohol. So here's to rubbing alcohol.
4: Yeah.
1: Mm. Mm.
2: So Ooh, that tastes good. what'd she say this time when you
1: let her try it? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, this time her mother was also sitting at the table, so I couldn't give her some. Oh, damn. Bad. Damn.
4: Mm.
1: Next time. No. Next time. Later.
2: Before dead. bedtime.
1: Before bed, exactly. It helps yeah. you sleep. Actually, I'm, we might, I might have to do that again, because my daughter is deathly afraid of spiders, like super phobic. <gasps> oh. And last night, there was one on the wall right above her bed, and so... <sighs> Daddy slept in her room and she slept in my room because she's like fuck you I'm not going in that room forever burn it to the ground oh so my I'm God. hoping tonight
3: I have the exact opposite problem she does
1: What's your problem? you love spiders I too much
3: I love spiders yeah. I
1: used to I used to be really phobic of them now I do love them so mm. I'm, there's hope for her we'll see Hey you may
3: be I don't know I know you're with the Victoria Bug Zoo maybe you could bring her up there someday oh, Yeah yeah mm-hmm. nope I nope, love that not going to happen.
1: Uh-uh, not in a bazillion years. Michelle,
3: what you drinking? Oh, I love them. I do
2: too. And what about the big I gray millipedes?
3: millipedes? <laughs> well, okay. All right. Eight Fuck legs. That. eight. It stops at eight legs. Anything more than that? No. No.
2: Well, the thing about the, the, the millipedes, do you remember? Did you have one crawl on you? Those big no, gray. No, I had a
3: stick bug. I had a stick They're bug like... crawl on me.
2: Oh, the oh, begun metal gray awesome. with millipedes. Yeah. It feels really, really cool. But then they, you know, they have all those segments. And then there's a, another little arthropod, a, like would run out from a segment and then underneath another segment, some sort of commensal parasite. No, I, parasite. I, no, I no. am, no. I am not a fan of where this is going at all.
1: <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to the drinking. But Michelle, what are we got?
3: What, um, what are we got in your cup? I'm doing really good with not uh, having beer during the week, except for glad uh, to hear podcast it. Podcast day. Yep. Podcast day Ex- and Friday, I have, I'm going to have two tonight, and then I'm going to have tomorrow two when I watch Bill Marsh. so here's Excellent. my penis that I haven't had Cheers to that. Friday, and I'll open it here for you. Nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, I
2: love that sound.
3: You guys yeah, like that was a make sexual noises one. when you hear that.
2: Well, it's a little well, it's sexual. A, it's a sexual noise. It's a, a, oh. It
3: is. Oh, it's juicy. You and your widgets
1: what are we going to do when that song comes up? That's got to be like fucking a
3: me and you are going to sing. it.
1: Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So we know what I've got. We know what Michelle's got. Matthew, what is on your plate in a glass as it were, uh,
2: I only had one beer left and it was uh, the ones. So uh, gifted to me by, by fader. Uh, and I'm the, the, the absence stout. Um, but that's going to have to wait because I went to the liquor store on the way home today. um,
3: well, the way
2: to the garage, although the garage is not at home right now, I'm living elsewhere for a time being because of as, asbestos vacation. Asbestos! Yay! Yeah, so <laughs> look it's what I found.
3: oh, what is that? What, Do, what the fuck is that? Can you the read that? Garage series. The garage <laughs> series.
4: <laughs> 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 yeah. The yes. garage series
2: from Main Street Brewing. Um, oh,
3: that's so
2: funny. It doesn't actually say the alcohol volume, but it's a 500 milliliter bottle instead of 750 it has or to. sorry, 650. And it's got the fancy top on it. Check it out. Whoa! Ooh, look at that. One of them so little it's, the little wire little frame wire focus. dealies. I hope it's it not going to foam all over me and bring a fucking thing. the little the little I Barbie wire chair. chair I don't have a glass.
3: Are you going to drink no, I, it out of the bottle like a badass? Straight out
2: of the bottle. I have to. All our shit's get a packed plastic, up in our kitchen. Get a,
3: at, least get a, at least get
2: a
1: paper bag to put around it. so that it's, you know.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: So I'm going to point it away I from here. numerous screens that I have. So uh, uh, try to get it near the microphone, though. Oh, come on now. It's got a cork <laughs> in it. See? Put a cork La- in it. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, it's not opening. He's attempting. Yeah. He's struggling.
2: struggling. Will it pop? I don't know well, if it's, it's going to be like a yeah, poppy type need thing. a
3: drill? Get a drill.
2: I'm, no, man. Uh, the, he's going to do it. The cork is in. like s- stretching and shit. <laughs> I don't want that to break. Might have to do it. All uh, right. It should be. Yeah.
1: Time for the needle nose pliers you guys, here. You, it needs to be no. one of those little mushroom corks. I hate it when they don't do that.
2: Yeah. <sighs> what the fuck?
3: I can tell you what it looks like you're doing, and it's not holding a bottle of beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh,
2: holding, hold! It's holding my mushroom cork.
3: <laughs> He's holding
2: his mushroom cork. Here, I'm just gonna get the
1: audience has been waiting long enough. There we go. We're just gonna do a little fake yeah. uh, cork. What's cop. going on? Yeah, hey, it's coming out. out.
3: It's coming out. It's coming out. So, I just that's don't what she want said. you to get cut. I, I hate that. Oh, I hate that. That's
1: Getting cut on corks. Said. Oh, that's what she said. Now yeah, the no. bottle.
3: The man is the man is in distress here.
1: He is. This is good podcasting. Oh, I tell damn, you what, yeah.
4: it's like taking like <laughs> Oh no, shit, isn't it? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, like is. what we anticipate to be, constipated. A... yeah, <laughs> yeah, it
1: is. This is uh, this is where we're at now, oh, folks. Holy we crap! Can't even drink.
2: Main Street Brewing, if you're listening, your corks are Uh-oh. too long.
1: Your corks are too there. Too... There is such a thing as too big, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Okay, there we go. Hey, you're that! it.
1: It's it's almost there.
2: I promise, ladies and gentlemen, it's... it's oh! No.
3: Oh! No. How
2: anticlimactic. Oh, my. Yeah. That's all right.
3: That beer It's corks, good. but
2: it didn't have a... I better get... Yeah, okay. The good news is... Well, cheers, everybody. God damn yeah. it. Cheers! From cheers the Garage
3: to series. Good to
2: see you guys. <laughs> I
1: love it. From the Garage. That better taste Drink good. up.
2: All right, everybody. It's well, really good, but it's barely that. even carbonated. So I guess that's why it didn't pop.
3: <laughs> okay. Oh, no. This is a Do you think travesty. it's flat or just by
2: design? Maybe it's by design. Yeah. Hmm. There's no information on the. I, I tore off the, the little thing. What kind of beer it actually is? But
3: Main it's Street. a pain in the ass beer.
2: Are
1: you getting Are you getting hints of chocolate or? Uh, it's delicious. Of, uh, corvid feather.
4: <laughs> I'm All right. Please of start and off. Coffee.
1: All right, guys, here we go. Let's uh, let's tell them what let's tell them what they've won. Ladies and gentlemen, the first two contenders this week in this corner, we have Predators off of Worldhood of the World as such 1995. Although I think from much, much earlier in the band's existence, as there is a pretty great. YouTube video of this with Andy playing this in a school gymnasium when they look like they're all oh, about yes, 15 years old.
3: Holy shit. Yes, I've seen it.
1: So this song goes way back and it goes up against ghosts oh, off of whoa. zero plus two equals one. And also kind of slightly off of zero plus two equals one and a half from 1991 and 2010, respectively predators versus ghosts. I mean, fucking shit right yeah so we're gonna start off with predators so excuse me while i take a big rip of this raw meat and let you hear a little bit of this relish
0: of our kids But now before us all our nature cowers the fear and death we molded our relationship The breeze is blowing lightning through the treetop. The sun is out We're basking in the light of day The birds are eating bugs out of our
1: That was Predators, which is only bass and fucking drums. How does a song sound? These guys can make a song sound so fucking full, so rich, Mm -hmm. so groovy, and it's just the goddamn two of them playing this song. It's fucking crazy. So absolute classic, probably one of my favorite on this album. I think it's an absolute classic. Always great fun to hear live. Um, I they, they must have fucking loved it because it's a really early song and they must have been playing it for a long time until they finally put it on this record Um, super super good uh, I just think the music on this which I'll start off talking about first maybe before I dive into the lyrics it's so fucking fun this is yeah. a yep. head bobbing mm. fucking knee slapping mm-hmm. rockabilly mm. fucking punk mm. bluesy just fucking just great it's just great this song is fun this is on that poll of Funny, fun, no means no songs that are just a goddamn joy. And it comes at the perfect time on the album. Beautiful sequencing as usual. Um, I always love this song. It's just, it's a joy when this song comes on. For fucking sure. Um, And as usual with their songs that are a lot of fun, well, maybe not as usual, but as is often the case, it also has some really dark and great fucking things to say, even though it's a great, you know, Kind of uh, toe tapping, chest thumping, uh, little uh, rockabilly masterpiece. I, I fucking love it. Um, I think it's a really neat song about, uh, or at least, uh, you know, the kind of shit that I, I pull from it. Um, I don't know <laughs> actually that it's that uh, uh, hidden of a meaning in this song, frankly, but I think it's a, a really great kind of uh, uh, exploration of how we've completely lost touch with. Um, the sort of uh first of all, contact with nature, but just our primitive nature. How in it how to how to describe this best. There's a pair there's a parallel way they're talking about this theme in this that I really love. One is just in any of our own lives from birth until we're old fucks, how we start off with this great sense of wonder, this great sense of you know, kind of natural connection with the earth, whether that's sucking on our mother's tits or right. looking up at the clouds full of wonder, and everything's just this. This magical, full of life and vigor. And, and then, then that slowly, it all goes to shit. We get sore, you know, we're covered in sores ah. and we're sitting in front of the goddamn TV with our TV fucking dinners. And so they trace really beautifully, trace that sort of arc from our own individual childhood to our old age. But they're also, I think, in parallel, talking about mankind's childhood versus our current place like they the, the like are really our ancestors and how much more connected they were with the earth but also how we're fucking animals and that we were animals that came from predators were am, animals that came from a sense of violence to survive and yet we've inured ourselves from that violence we we now eat it out of we eat processed meat out of plastic trays we don't understand that that came from uh uh, a living creature that that creature had to be killed and that that creature probably suffered in its yes. death. Yep, yep, and yep. so there's this, this kind of beauty and terror in the idea in these other lyrics where they talk about jumping out of the car, chasing down what, you know, like a young deer and just ripping its heart out with your fucking teeth. That's a violent and bloody image, but that's not nearly as horrifying as the reality, which is that we're trapping Hundreds of thousands of fucking young animals in a tiny little area and raising them purely for the purpose of I'm killing them, them in the most horrific yeah. conditions possible. Yet mm-hmm. we don't look at that normally as horrible, but that's far more horrifying than this idea of chasing down a, a, a an individual animal in the one-on-one hunt and tearing its heart out with your bare teeth, right? We look at that as savage, it's not nearly as savage and brutal and awful as the shit that we're actually doing so that you and I don't have to be related to the carnage that we uh, undertake as a society in order to feed ourselves. Mm. And I really like that dichotomy in this, this, this sort of naked raw joy and this idea of fuck, I, I, I kind of just woke up and realized what the fuck am I doing sitting in this easy chair? I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to run out in the woods and I'm just going to fucking chase down some young fucking buck and rip its heart out with my, with my bare teeth. And I think exemplified Only if you in have that the right
3: permits and the right time. Exactly. Of year you exactly.
1: Exemplified, <laughs> exemplified in those perfect last words. I have no blood on my hands. I have blood on my teeth, right? Like that's how we all get to be. We don't have to have blood on our hands from what we're doing. We just get to eat it. We just get to taste the joy of the end of it. We don't have to get our hands fucking dirty in order to get uh, to, to to get our, uh, our meat, our sustenance. Um, But I, I just love the way they sort of go back and forth in the lyrics with the parallel of an individual life and sort of mankind as a whole and just the terror, but joy in the idea of being a predator. I'm not, I I don't think, I know John is not a vegetarian, right? This is not really a song (laughs) necessarily about being a vegetarian. (laughs) No, but it is a song about how we have completely lost contact with what it means to be a predator. We don't really, we aren't really predators anymore. We just, we've, we've outsourced that to to other people. And in, in doing that, In doing that, we've sort of lost a part of ourselves, but also outsourced it to other areas and channeled it into other areas like fucking sports. There's that great, great line about, you know, um, uh, about all the voices screaming from the arena. Right. So this idea that all that violence and anger and and sort of predatory nature, we're just channeling into fucking people wearing football pads and chasing around (laughs) and banging each other's heads, you know, with with, uh, you know, giving each other concussions. Um, but it's just that juicy irony, that juicy irony, and yet, a uh, uh, kind of a look back to our real essence, our real nature in a song that's fun as fucking hell, Mm -hmm, right? In mm -hmm. a, in a real pants, pooping, toe tapping song, this is, it's, I think this is one of their pillars for me of that side of no means no, of the really kind of. Joy. I don't say joyful, but funny, ironic, a little detached, and yet underneath, it's saying something. It's still saying something real. It's still saying something important and powerful, with really, really good songwriting, lyrically and musically, and. Mm fucking A. All the little interjections in this are just oh classic. Little John. Oh, John, John, just oh not God. little John. John, given his his little interjections yeah. and all the way down to the very end with Rob's mm-hmm. fucking beautiful redneck. <laughs> and, Jen, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the dogs. And then that final relish. That's just, I mean, mwah, chef's kiss. So good. So, so, so good. All right. I'm done. Michelle, what do you got? All
3: right. I wrote down that this is a ranch Funk Fest, come on! Isn't one of this the funnest "No means no" songs ever? A perfect union of everything we love about the band, especially in the kooky department. John's (laughs) here. It is John's vocal interjections in here are completely hilarious. And so are Rob's. At times you can even hear them smirking. What's the one where John does something and you can tell, I, they must've been recording the vocals at the same time. Cause John does something and Rob just kind of, kind of giggles a little bit. Uh, while this song isn't the most technically advanced tune, you got to admire the lay down you're hearing, especially Rob's bass attacks. This is a romp around the pit while you stupidly high five your dork pals. <laughs> right? <laughs> The ending Hell is yeah. especially juicy, and there's some bits of tritone and half-step goodness to stir in some dread, and of course, our beloved relish. <laughs> relish. I gotta go. So good, Matthew. Bef- I, you can start talking now, but I gotta go get something, and and I, I forgot to get it because. But I want you to see it, so just I'll be right back. Just 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 start okay. on your thing. I'll, I'll be right back. All right,
0: Matthew. You're. Okay. Up
2: well the first thing i wrote was john interjections <laughs> so this is a real good one for that um yeah indeed he's uh, oh now i can hear myself through Strangey's headphones through Strangey's microphone i can't actually hear yep. myself through my own headphones this is confusing anyway um yeah i love this uh the the, the snarly kind of blues you said rocky Billy, sort of bluesy uh maybe an older style uh I don't know, super fun and silly um, and yet still like toe tapping. Makes you want to shake your butt. Um, (laughs) And I always (laughs) like when, um, you know, I sort of take one perspective uh, and we never know, or, you know, maybe Jordan knows, but uh, who's going to go first. Um, So I'm always gratified when I have found a different take on stuff that you've said cause I totally agree with what you've said, but I, I found like some, some different angles, which, uh, nice. Uh, I totally agree with yours, but, uh, I love it when you were able to flesh it out for me, it's like, yeah, the, the, the joy and the, um, the acceptance of that we're all predators. I mean, definitely we're distanced from it. Um, but for uh, a certain aspect of the song, I think it's, this is a, like a lighter side of ashes where, um, you know the the predator that uh, this guy's talking about. He I go I jumped out for a walk. That's that's somebody who's going <laughs> to go and atta- attack somebody. Um, you know something's cooking. There's a there's a victim out there, for me.
3: Oh, um, I see what you're saying. And so wow. the, the, the
2: the the it's almost a good thing that we eat plastic meat, uh, processed meat out of a plastic tray because what's left? <laughs> the actual predators are are that that kind of predator. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um yeah, so the general like predation um, of humans, like we started out as predators. but then, uh, I thought it was pretty interesting the um, b- b- uh, birds are eating bugs out of our sore spots. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, I think they're called oxpeckers. they uh, land on the backs of large, large mammals uh and i oh, think yeah, they actually yeah, yeah they, they they take the, the like the little bugs off of uh, off of big critters and i think they I'll actually do those, or yes. maybe even smaller ones um off of you know your your zebus and your rhinoceroses but yeah, i think yeah, there thousands. are sm- smaller ones that actually help out lions yeah. and, and I, I think maybe that's a reference to lions and i think also the um a thousand voices call from the arena this is Christians versus lions in the Roman arena. Right. I thought about that too. Yeah. The Roman arena. And that, um, you know, this, this type of thing, uh, we are distanced from the predation. We're distanced from the violence. We're sitting in our little dark apartments, eating, uh, you know, hungry man. But um, we're, (laughs) we're still, we're still, we're still in the Coliseum. We're still watching, uh, watching the violence. That's still our entertainment. Um, We are just, we're just, Yeah. We're, we're distanced from it. We don't do it ourselves, but we still, uh, are connected to it and can't distance ourselves completely from it. Um, but yeah, the, uh, you know, as we dream the hours away, the complacency that we, again, like what you were saying, Jordan, that we don't have to do that stuff. We don't have to, um, do the, the the dirty work we have to you know just go down to the safe way and find your your meat uh wrapped under plastic uh and take it home and you know maybe cook <laughs> it maybe not who knows roll around in it whatever um yeah uh
1: <laughs> roll around in
2: it my favorite uh Ooh. my favorite john interjection is oh boy
4: <laughs> boy <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: so So great Mm, that's just like mm, (laughs) this is my meal Mm, i'm gonna do that when i go to his restaurant and like i I get my burger (laughs) or whatever
0: it's the
4: whole
3: boy boy boy. (laughs) Mm. do it
0: oh god
2: i dare
3: you
0: uh,
2: I, I love the 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 last like really dissonant chord when everything is going kind of crazy. It's like uh, relish. It's like, relish. like, relish. like yeah. Yep. It's like can't even pay attention to the music anymore. I mean, like it gets um, in in sort of coda at the end of the song. It, it gets much. Uh, faster and rhythmic it's like running chasing down prey um, yes super great and I love the oh, word relish rel- anymore <laughs> relish but you know relish is like you know satisfaction as well as exactly <laughs> right. the condiment yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah what else did I had something right. else in there but anyway uh yeah super super fun super great song um I think that. Oh yeah, there it is. Um, I have no blood on my hands. I have blood on my teeth. But what what does it mean if I say um, I, ha- I have blood on my hands?
3: Oh, that it means, means you're guilty. You, you, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're guilty. guilty of something. You're yeah. guilty. I have
2: no blood on my hands. I I feel no guilt for this. I feel mm-hmm. you know yeah. no mm. no guilt for mm-hmm. my role as a predator. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, right. such yeah. a serious and silly uh song but i think yeah it has a lot in common thematically with uh, ashes in some ways and slugs are burning in another way Um uh, that yeah uh, for sure we we can't get super distance from our uh from our nature even if we are super yep. distance from our nature you're yeah, like it never you're never going to fully put still it still in there yeah still, still in there in and there. get sublimated into all these other fucked up places <laughs> yeah totally yeah all right well that's about it for me and hey, hey, predators, hey, hey, nice. predators. Hey, I want right, to show you is, something. I'm when, really yeah, excited you, go you to see it. And Matthew, I want got.
3: you to tell people if you can see the picture. Oh hey. Oh Matthew, look at your little baby face. Could you oh, see yeah, it?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. It's me like? and Pavel and Blair Calibaba and is that John?
3: No. That's Rob. It's yeah.
2: It's
3: Rob and what what's Blair eating? Relish. Something green,
2: relish. Oh, <laughs> nice! Relish? And, and we're, we're
3: on the uh, we're on the uh, the, the, the ferry, ferry. from uh, the ferry. Yeah.
4: Oh,
3: isn't that amazing? I don't know which ferry
2: that is. That's either from. I mean, guys, we went on so many ferries, like Vancouver bitch. to Nanaimo or uh, Courtney to Power River. Um, but one of them. Look one at of them Matthew. Fairies.
3: Look at you. Yeah. God
2: damn and Pavel's wearing a wrong shirt. This asshole oh, came all the way so from Poland to go to those shows. <laughs> You know, I I that is, that is, I think you know we all claim to be uh, to be no means, no fans and everything like that. I have a feeling us, that Pavel yeah. is uh, yeah head and shoulders above I us. He, I think he, he laps so us good quite a bit.
3: Shirt man, I hey love hey
2: his hey, hey hey hey, he
1: yeah. didn't start a fucking podcast, goddamn it! Hey true, hey true true,
3: he could be on there though. No, yeah, but you. Us. So I think Blair got a packet of relish, and then we were gonna <laughs> ask, or we or, we were trying to get Rob to be like. Hey, what is this? Can you can you tell what is me that, what, this is? what is that, Rob? What's 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 that what's say? This, what's that? Going, what what is this? Can you get? Bl- <laughs> and he's like, Rob's uh, got this. of, so do I,
2: I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Michelle, Mustard?
3: Why are you taking a picture of us getting food? That's yeah, hilarious. that's Rob. That's we were going yeah, we to try to, to make <clears> him <throat> say relish.
2: We might need to post right. that on the Facebook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure.
3: You got to tell me how to send this to you because I only have it like in a picture. Just
2: picture. take a take a photo with your phone. Take a photo. All right, let's yeah, grab this awesome, wheel
1: please. of this fairy and we're going to turn it all the way around and go in the entirely opposite direction. Oh, my For yes. a song of a completely different caliber on the other pole, the other extreme, the South Pole of No Means No. Uh, Michelle's just on the sign of the cross, upside down I'm appropriately.
3: crucifying my soul.
1: We are going to talk okay. about ghosts. So buckle up, get out your crucifixes, and let's listen to a bit of this monster piece.
0: spirits without hope but nobody passes the test of time you
3: stand in line you have your place and in the space of moments fall from again and again and again to not
2: at all
3: from again and again and again to not at all I-
2: A gun, and i remember
1: all right your ghosts okay so let me let me see what I i I'm gonna I'm feeling incoherent tonight anyway and this song is gonna make me feel extra incoherent because I think this song deals with a lot of shit. That's hard to talk about our heart doesn't nail down <clears throat> uh first of all I'd be remiss if I didn't uh mention I'm sure most of you out there have already seen it but you haven't Go to YouTube and type in No Means No Ghosts of Time oh, to see my. this fabulous performance from 2012, God. I think. From a set where they somebody had a great fucking setup, whatever this radio station was, and they fucking recorded a bunch of songs. And this is the one, one of the ones they recorded. It's this John version Korn. of this song. It's
3: John Corn. Yes,
1: this song, version of this song is incredible. And yep. it's without m- most of the lyrics, which some people may like. I, I mean, I loved it, but I do love the lyrics on this. I've kind of heard I don't remember where I read in an interview that Rob wasn't super happy with this song lyrically. I don't know why, mm. but I love it. Um, mm-hmm. But that is a great version of it. And then I mentioned that it had a little bit of play on Zero Plus Two Equals One and a Half. There's that medley of uh, of Victim's Choice and uh, Happy and Bridge and Joy. Bridge. And then there's this. And it's only the opening of Ghosts. Yeah. And then it fades out. P- so you could tell pretty... they were just sort of demoing it. I would say
2: it's the most yeah. dis out of all those four songs, it's the most distant from or the le- the least formed uh, mm-hmm. of, yes. of, all of all those ones on the zero plus two equals one and a half. And that's uh, right. Album. It's
1: like they you could tell they they had found a riff that they wanted to play around yeah. and, and and you know, but they hadn't fully flushed it. So well, it's let, certainly before,
2: thematically different from those other the other ones that they've thrown it in thrown it in with like but the hundred percent, hundred percent,
1: yeah. And, and yeah. just a moment, like to to talk about the format of this podcast. One of the things that I consistently find really interesting is how listening to two songs paired up against each other makes me uh, compare them and contrast them for no mm-hmm. reason, right? It's like songs come up on shuffle; you don't really think about comparing and contrasting them. But when I have to dive deeply into these songs, I can't help but start to think of either oppositions or parallels, that sort of thing. Right. And That's I just find natural. that really interesting and interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting part of this process. And so we've got a, a song in terms of its tone, in terms of its musicianship, in terms of everything, in my opinion, on the polar opposite, another exemplar, but on the polar opposite, this is a lengthy, epic, dirgy, dark, mm-hmm. scary fucking masterpiece. Um, very moody. And, uh, and also... With guitar, right? Without, which is not. Mm -hmm. And I would say, fucking a brilliant example of how Andy, you know, Andy is once, I forget where he said this, that he often looked at the guitar more as a object than an instrument in the sense, and I think this song exemplifies that so fucking well, the way that he is just using it in these brilliant ways Mm -hmm. and these creepy little interstitials and even the riffs are just like the way he like has that little up while John's doing the it's just the oh. interplay between the oh. guitar and also there's and I know they do this in more songs but for some reason this one stands out to me more that there are layered guitars it's not Andy coming in with a single guitar he's got at least two yeah. tracks going maybe more of different oh. riffs that are going on uh, and they're all really crunchy really edgy they're providing a type of atmosphere in this song that Totally sells it, <laughs> and, and totally like wraps the bow on on the feeling of it. The bass is amazing, of course. The bass is fucking amazing. The drums yeah. are incredible, but to me, it's the guitar in this that sets that tone that puts me on the edge of my fucking seat. Mm-hmm. That's just yeah. always got me like ah, just creeped the fuck out in the best possible way. So, song the song is called "Ghosts." On one hand, it is about. Now, it's not about ghosts in the sense of ghosts in the traditional way, although it kind of is, but I think it's, I think it's about a lot more than that too. Um, I mean, yes, on a certain level, this is about our relationship with death, our relationship with those who have died and our fear of our own death and our fear of those that we've lost. And that the, the, the fact that all that's left when someone dies is what remains in us, right? This, this echo, this memory, this thin impression that, it's not real, right? It's not a real thing. And yet it can terrify us. Now, I'm not talking about in the ghost way, but just, you know, the, 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 the regrets that we have, the questions we have, the the loss that we feel haunts us. That's the real ghost are these impressions mm-hmm, that are left mm-hmm. when someone dies. And then our own yeah. fear of what does that mean when when we die? I mean, again, that's one of the most basic questions you can have. But Rob has done a really brilliant job at at, at, at sort of explicating the the terror of confronting that question. I mean, there's so many, so many great lines in this. Things like, you know, you stand in line, you have your place. Then in the space of moments fall from again and again and again Again, again, to not not at at at. all. Just that beautiful Mm -hmm. way of the way he says it of here's life, moment, 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 nothing.
2: Right. And
3: Andy's playing just, the guitar like real fun. Oh, it's so words.
2: fucking good. Yeah. But then yeah, yeah. I think and he's like, yeah, sort of following the meter of the words mm-hmm.
1: with the guitar. Yes, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yep. I I mean, I, I I, don't know. This is not my favorite of Andy's songs probably, but in terms of the guitar work, I I don't know that enough people, maybe art. they do, but I, I. this this song you really, really need to appreciate the guitar in the song. Mm-hmm. It, is, mm-hmm. it is fucking stellar. Um, and a great exemplar of, Andy. I think Zero Plus Two is probably, I mean, it was his last album, but for me, it's the pinnacle of Andy's playing. And this song is is high up on there for me. But that's, I mean, I say mm-hmm. that now. I probably will I'd say that about all the albums <laughs> <laughs> played Change on at one time or another. Right? <laughs> but there's also something here that that's more than just about death. When I When I really read this song and I really listen to it, you know, there's this refrain that Rob is really sneery about this. Do you really care? Do you really care? There is no one there. And it almost makes me feel this sense of, okay, so someone dies. They're no longer there. All I have is this image of them in my head that haunts me. But what's so different about that than when they're alive? If there is no soul that continues, then what's really there? What's really there that I'm attached to? In the end, it's all just my Memories, my impressions. Do I really care? Do I really know what that means? Or is the fact when I confront the fact that there's death, that maybe there's nothing and that nothing of me survives, then what is here and what is there for me to care about? And I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm just saying that confronting that question can be terrifying. Well,
3: just and don't be kind an of, asshole oh, and you won't have a kind of, problem
1: it kind of opens a hole at the center of existence when you look too long at it to just realize, and I've talked about this before in other of his songs. And I know that Rob has really deeply looked at this question of what about my experience of the world is real. And what about it is purely Mm -hmm. my own subjective, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: you know, nature. And that goes down to the very core of what it means to look at another person. And I think if you stare into the eyes of death, Long enough, stare into the, 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 the reality of death long enough, you can start to question the very nature of relationship and what that means. And I, I don't know that that's the main thrust of the song, but I get, I get echoes of that throughout it. It's not to me just about death, although it is about death mm-hmm. and beautifully so, and about memory and about, you know, I, I think in a certain way, in a much more punk way, I think it's catching up deals with some of these themes a bit in, in a similar way. this idea that there's just huh. what we what we attach about in up to, from other people, what what remains, the traces that remain are the things that haunt us are the things that chase us, are the ghosts that that, that we live with that we can't escape. And in a way that's more real than the other people because that's what we live with all the time Mm -hmm. in our own fucking shell in our own. And so then what are we, you know, you got to look back at the question of then what am I, if I'm recording
3: devices, if I,
1: if I'm again and again and again, and then not at all, then do you really care? There's no one there. (laughs)
3: Like what the fuck? Um, Petty.
1: Just, just beautiful poetry and scary poetry. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, and, and some of, his great wordplay he has i mean the lyrics on this album front to back are just fucking amazing yeah. we've covered most of the songs by this point and this song is no expe- ex- exception all this of the bodies on have been laid to rest Two. nobody passes the test of time the long climb into thin air there is no one there that is so dark yeah. and scary and honest this is what i love about their the terror they confront you with is that it's just fucking honest. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. looking at shit straight on right in the eyes. And Rob does not pull any punches on this song. I think Mm -mm. that when he, when he um, is, is shouting those lines, do you really care? And the way that the engineer, I don't know if the engineer did this on purpose, but it almost blows his voice out a little bit so that it's, it's really screechy. It's, it's unnerving to me. It's like he's just I, – I can see his face looking at me when he's asking that question because he's asking yeah. it sarcastically yet earnestly. Mm-hmm. I mean I, this song is – it's so fucking good and yeah. really richly layered and hard to pin down for me. I don't think this is about one thing. I think this is about many things but often about that void at the center of our existence that we spend our entire lives – trying to avoid. And I think one of the verses that really exemplifies that for me is there are no castles without ghosts and no spirits without hope. No Meaning the only, the only thing that creates the idea of spirit is our naive feeling of hope, right? Without hope, the Wait, need for spirit is gone.
3: Hope, or hope. hosts,
1: Hope. There is no spirit without hope.
3: It's not hosts.
1: No, it's hope. There is no spirit mm-hmm. without hope and to me it's what that means hopes. and it's very and, it, and it's very clear it means there's no there's no need for the idea of spirit without this human construction of hope. We need to hope that we live after death. We need to hope that there's more to us and so we invented or we imagine or we feel spirit. I love the ah. song. I think it's fucking yeah. amazing. I'm glad it was up against predators not looking forward to the vote. All right, Michelle, what do you got?
3: This is a magical moment for me right now. The beginning of this song and the intro does Mm. something to me. I feel it. It is a rabid cluster of gnarly grooves. So tense and perfect. And then Andy releases this scream and joins back in. Underneath this snarled mass is one of the most glorious motherfucking drum solos mm. drum su- drum shuffles John ever played I didn't mean to say solo I meant shuffle <laughs> and that video that you talked about Jordan, holy fuck man there's a camera right above him and you can see yep. exactly what he's doing the finesse so of this guy oh god, it's just uh, uh, if you watch it you're, you're going to start drooling
2: I haven't had a chance to, and I'm now. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, oh, man. oh it's, it's, you, it's got so juicy. you got it a treat! You got a treat!
3: Juicy, it's so juicy. It's magic and absolutely astounding to listen to. I have always wished this was its own song, and I'm not the only one. As ghosts of time, like we were just talking about, popped up much later, and there's a video of them playing it that way. So yes, please. You can actually see John laying it down and singing, and it's glorious. The filming is fantastic. So, yeah, Mm. I've gone back and forth with this video. It's a treat. Now to the rest of the song. The beginning leads so well into the arpeggiated, creepy, and foggy music. The music always sounds kind of foggy to me, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, good description. Yep, it's creepy, but it's foggy, and it holds the lyrics so well. There's interjections of some chaos with the you-think-you-have-time parts, very uh, percussive and and very attacked. And once again, they perfectly loop back to the arpeggiated parts Andy and Rob are playing. And I, I, I absolutely, like you said, Jordan, Andy's guitar work in this and just getting these crinkly little... Ugh. I don't even know the word for it, but he's just, he's just fiddling around. There is no around, word for it. But I don't, I mean, it sounds like fiddling around, but it's obviously not. But it, it just, it's just.
1: It is, it's is—it's so artful. It's so I, artful. like a
3: skeleton just trying to stagger mm. into the fog. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this yes. song is so hard, so compact and artfully delivered. Do you really care? Yes. Yes, I fucking do.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hey, Wait, two musical things I forgot to say that I that I want to put in here real quick. That fake fade out after the last verse when it mm-hmm. f- when they fade the when they fade the they audio fade, out yeah, almost yeah. all the and way they before they come rhymed. that oh. is fucking beautiful. And for them to end oh, this dirgy fucking song it's with so that hilarious amazing. little bit with that that hilarious little bit of like tape melting and then Rob's <laughs> where he just like <laughs> has that super uh, they like pitch up his laugh really fast. That's fucking yeah. beautiful to end it with like a a, a, a ghostly, funny sting. I'm
3: the Riddler. Me. He sounds like the anyway, Riddler. Anyway, sorry about that. He no, does sound like the Riddler. The beginning of that song, like the, 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 the Ghosts of Time, I think that's some of the best music they ever wrote. I swear to Christ. It's that, really that, good. That, I, I don't it's even really know what good. notes they're playing, but it's just this ball of like, it's like so what my that. mind sounds like with this, ah. this that guitar that screams. Ah, fucking hell. All right, Matthew,
2: what you got for us? Um, I've always loved this song. Um, this is one which I I, I never would have thought this, but uh, you know, reading uh the Facebook groups and stuff like that, this is often one that um, people dislike. Um, I know, right? What the fuck? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't quite get it. Um, I. It'd be, it'd be hard to say uh, which is my favorite song in this album, but this is certainly a contender. Um, and I developed an entirely new relationship with it. I mean, uh, Zero Plus Two Equals One, I have my very first association with it. Uh, I've, I've mentioned this before. I bought it at Funhouse Records from Kev Lee, and I went a couple doors down, and I had coffee with my dad and his best friend. And uh, so uh, (laughs)
3: right,
2: right, right from the very beginning, I associated it with that memory. And then, uh, this song, uh, helped me cope with, uh, losing my dad, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 30 years later. Um, Mm -hmm. I, this and joyful reunion, which comes after it is one of the most potent one, two punches, I think on any of their albums for me, uh, you know, right up there with, uh, it's, it's catching up in the tower. Uh, it is, yeah. th- this one is the u- uncertainty and the, and then joyful reunion is like the rebound. Um, yes. so it's, it's, it's difficult for me to separate them, but I walked around, uh, East Vancouver. Um, Just up and down the alleys, uh, listening to them over and over again and crying. And uh, Ah. it really helped me cope with the the loss of my dad. This song. Uh, And joyful reunion after it. So it it Mm might have like knit them even more in my mind. Uh, even though they're, you know, one right after the other. Um, but yeah, some of the most beautiful lines, nobody passes the test of time, the long climb into thin air. Um, you know, the, the other expression, you vanish into thin, long air.
4: Climb. Long yeah, climb
2: that, into thin air. The long climb is life and then you are yeah, you, yeah, van- yeah, yeah. You, v- you vanish, you're just not there anymore. and And that is, I think, maybe the hardest thing about grief when that person just isn't there. All right yeah you know they they've, they've they've vanished into thin air like they're just for a long time after you lose somebody that you really care about you me still uh i i will think about like all this war in ukraine stuff going on Geez, i should tell my dad about, oh right
4: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: you know those that presence is still there and that's exactly what this song is about i think uh, mm-hmm. the, 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 ghosts are our memories, uh, that I, I am not a religious person. I do believe that, uh, people survive as long as they're remembered, uh, to a certain extent. And it, maybe it's not such a bad thing when, you know, the, the people who remember them, the people who love them, they go into thin air as well. Uh, it's not a, a terrible thing. It's just a thing um you you have you think you have time, you have no time, and uh I guess that for yourself but also for uh the people that you like to spend time with, uh you have to value those moments because they will go into thin air eventually, and again, it's not sad, it just is, and mm-hmm. uh yeah. Um, you stand in line you have your place and in the space of moments fall from again and again and again to not at all so even the tedium of everything um, you know the most exciting moments the most boring moments the most repetitive things the most rare occasions and then they're just gone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah the memory of as a loaded gun uh but and i remember everyone uh it is a difficult thing it's almost like a poisoned well like when you're dealing with grief and that's what i think the song is about in in large part um you know it's it's about people but it's also about like your shit (laughs) yeah Things that are gone that aren't going to come back. Like maybe, maybe it's about your youth. Maybe it's about uh, somebody who isn't dead but is not accessible to you anymore. Maybe it's about, you know, fun times you had. Uh, maybe it's a restaurant that closed. Who knows? It's, 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 it's all this stuff that um, to remember it is. You know, sometimes it's nourishing, but it's also potentially painful. So a memory is a, le- is a loaded gun. So I remember every one. I remember every one of my memories. Or I remember everyone. I remember every person that I've lost. Right,
3: everyone, everyone. There, he's doing yeah. That yeah. thing. Yeah, yep. it's
2: one of those things. My um, waistline.
3: I remember that fondly. <laughs> exactly. Not so much anymore.
2: And then... You know, uh, why are you scared? There's no one there. Uh, Why are you afraid of these things? There's nothing actually there. Um, I I think it's a song about, you know, accepting those ghosts, accepting your memories, accepting those feelings, accepting the uncomfortable feelings, because at the end, you're clean, strong, and free, like you always wanted to be. You're alone. You're alone, alone. There's no one there. There's no one there. And maybe by the end, if you if you exercise yourself of these ghosts of these feelings, then you are alone. So, you know maybe right. you know embrace embrace your ghosts, embrace it's like the memories. A
3: bedtime prayer. It's like Rob giving us a bedtime <laughs> prayer.
2: Yeah,
0: scary bedtime prayer. Right.
2: And then musically, Jeez. I love the contrast. There's like these incredible high pitch guitar sort of strumming bits. They're very tight. They're very kinetic. And then just that lurching uh, main main riff. You watch. Um, oh.
3: Oh. The
2: That's double so snare sharp. hit is so incredible. Um, the, the tom, the double snare, uh, the cymbal work. Um, Andy, if you're listening to this, all of this stuff that you do, and did there's muttering, there's snickering, there's chattering, yeah, there's yeah. laughing. There's all of these little yes. things. They're the fucking ghosts, they're the gremlins, they're all of these little yes. niggling beasts in our yeah. psyches and everything like that. So like whether you are a believer in such things, uh, you know metaphorically, I think it's it's impossible to deny that we all have these ch- little gremlins in our in our souls and our memories um, whether or not they actually exist is kind of immaterial because they do haunt us. They all, we're all haunted and they're all, there are no castles without ghosts. (laughs) Um, uh, let's see. Yeah. You can, the, the voices buried underground and then the words that echo underground, no matter how much you attempt to ignore them, you can still hear them. These echoes, these ghosts, um, so yeah, again, like maybe you just shouldn't try, because they're going to be there, and maybe you're less if uh, if you try and exercise your ghosts. The telltale um, heart. Yeah. That, that the, guy under the floorboards. <laughs> <laughs> the the. the we, we talked about the John instrumental and it was sort of in the same breath as like the joy, happy bridge Ghost thing. Uh, and we, I sort of talked about the John instrumental is, you know, a, a, an unpopped popcorn kernel, but I'm sure <laughs> yeah, glad yeah. That, <laughs> That's
4: uh, I'm sure
2: glad that this one popped because Ooh, uh, they yeah, popped it good.
4: Covered it in one of, and my, salt. <laughs> one of my
2: absolute, one of my absolute favorites and one that has uh, been a real help to me. In my life,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, awesome.
2: And uh, yeah, uh, all that heavy emotional shit, which I'm trying not to tear up, honestly. Um, right at the end, I love the the sort of thing that you mentioned, but they, they say something that tape melting and the, the chattering. They is say, conf- yeah, sa- is it was that a take? What was that a what? take? I think he says second take for sure. Like this one sucked.
3: Holy. <laughs> Yeah. Are you saying that they say that at the end or something? Yeah. Like yeah, I Beatles think that's shit? what they say. Was that a take? Second,
2: second take for sure. Second take for I,
3: sure. I, I, oh my God, yeah. I've never heard that. Uh, I
2: think that maybe, and you then, know. John, that, then Rob's laugh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Wow. Um, oh, I've never heard that. Shit.
2: So that is uh, about all I have to say. This is one of the one of those real uh, kaiju for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, one, one of my kaiju. favorite and most affecting uh, songs that no means no and pieces of art that I have experienced my entire life.
4: Mm-hmm. So
2: I, I'm
1: going to sure. speak directly to the podcast listeners now for a second. <laughs> we have heard from, we've heard from a number of you and and maybe not enough, but a number of you. One of the things that we hear really commonly, which is probably the best compliment we could possibly get is that our podcast has forced you, allowed you given the opportunity to, Reevaluate songs that you maybe wrote off before, because we're spending so much time kind of jabbering about them. If you are someone who ever wrote this song off, do yourself a favor and reevaluate it a little bit. You sit get down, with, get sit, sit, sit down with fucking headphones first of all. If you are not listening to this with a good set of headphones, you are not listening to it. This song is There's layered. So much detail. It's so much detail. All those little sounds, cannot, all that you John cannot sound be, effects. You cannot be sitting there doing the dishes or vacuum. You need to sit in a fucking chair or maybe on a walk. That's good, but just let it wash over you. Okay. Just do that for us. We're giving you this podcast. Do that for us. Reevaluate yeah. this. And this one should be high in the canon. And I've never understood why. Because just like you, Matthew, I've seen a lot of people—not necessarily shit on the song, but just sort of not take it very
2: seriously. Oh,
3: it's not fast and speedy, and uh, you know, like it it's doesn't mystery. fit in
2: on the album and all this shit. Yeah, I don't know. My hands yeah, no, are shaking, I honestly. Yeah, I—I uh, I believe this, it. I believe
1: yeah. it. I was—that was a beautiful tribute to it, and reevaluate it. Yeah. And on that note, let's it's heavy. um. It's heavy. I don't, we're going to vote now. I don't like this vote because, I mean, I, I, th- I, know who, I know who I'm, I know what I'm voting for, but I do feel like these are two really good exemplars of two really important parts of No Means No. I know. So this is not an easy one. This is not like, oh, well, you know, a light song and who cares and, oh, it's heavy, so I got to vote for it. No, Predators is a great exemplar of something that's very important about No Means No. And that was one of the things that makes them so fucking great. Um, but Ghost is a kaiju, just like that, just like you, Matthew. It's, it's got to be ghosts for me. So uh, my vote's for ghosts. Michelle, how about you?
3: Oh, I am ghosting it so much, too. Oh, yes. Oh, hell yes. Nice,
4: Especially, Matthew. I mean,
3: everything you guys said, it just, it just carries it. And I've always... Every time I hear this song, and like I said, especially beginning with this this fucking tumor. I oh, this song has always been something that that's like a that I hold in my hands. Yeah. It's just it's just condensed and hard. I don't yes. I, I i I sound like a hippie. I d I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I love ghosts. Oh holy shit, I love ghosts. Yes, I'm voting for ghosts. Plural.
2: I uh, you brought up it's catching up. Uh, it, I think when you're talking about, uh, and I, I wanted to say that uh, I had the thought, and I hadn't. And normally, I will leave, if I'm walking or something like listening to these songs, I'll send myself an email so I don't forget. This one I forgot. Um, that predators is the other side of it's catch. It's catching up. <laughs> it's from the perspective of it. Of it.
3: <laughs> oh, right.
2: That's hilarious. <laughs>
3: oh, that is funny. I see what I you're saying. I can't believe that
1: one hasn't come in rotation yet.
3: Oh, um, yeah, no doubt. All right. But, but wait, um what, I, I mean I,
2: I I think it's pretty clear uh that it's, it's so. this is like a, a force of nature for me right. uh, so yeah. in flowing Turning in my blood life. something that you know it's it's a neurotransmitter. Um the, it's got to be ghosts cuz uh yeah it is n- n- nourishing it's a mm-hmm. it's a nourishing it is. song this song yeah. is relish All right um
1: ghosts goes through I want to I want to share one last really petty stupid fu- fucked up thought I had not fucked up but dumb thought I had about this song Uh I when when and if this catalog goes back on Spotify Yeah every oh. every Halloween we look we dork around and look for stupid Halloween playlists on Spotify, which they do, and there's always so much fucking bullshit in there, except that last year one of them included the Secret Trees 3 cover of Halloween, which is fucking, fucking brilliant. If you've never heard it, go look it up right now. But this song needs to go in rotation on those Halloween playlists so they can blow people's fucking minds. So Spotify, if you're listening, throw it in there. All right. Hmm. Uh, And not just because it's called Ghosts. It's because the texture of this song is... A fog, a fog with skeletons and gremlins coming and tickling your basal If you watch that video, you're gonna,
3: you're gonna shit. Oh it. yeah, yeah. And everybody Bucky's else. It's like to there's him. a camera right above John. You can see his whole set. You can see his legs. Fucking crazy. Oh. God. It also
1: feels more jammy with uh, Tom than I've seen in a lot of the videos. Like he's mm. real jammy about it oh, too. Oh yeah, fucking great. He's,
2: he's, he's speaking he's so speaking of speaking of jammy. I'm sure you can see John's jams and maybe his fanny he's pack got also. Oh yeah, he's, he's got, got the his shorts jam. on. He's big got time,
3: the shorts on for sure. You
1: gotta be yeah. cozy when you're playing drums that hard. You gotta
3: be cozy.
1: It's not oh, easy he having looks 16 like he's arms.
3: Barely holding to the sticks. That's what's it's just amazing. So amazing. All right. to watch him.
1: It's time to have a reader submission. This this time, I almost said this year. What the fuck? This time, we do not have a recorded submission, but we do have a wonderful uh, uh, little set of stories from Dan Baker, uh, and he was kind enough to send that in to us, and I'm going to go ahead and read that for us uh, as our listener submission. So sit back, sit right down, I'll tell the tale of desert Isle, whatever however the fuck that goes on
4: all right so this
1: is this is me switching into my dan voice my name is dan i'm i'm not i'm jordan but this is me being dan my name is dan i'm from derby in the uk originally although i'm living near cambridge these days the hills aren't as good as everything costs but i get by and everything costs more but i get by i can't read i've had too much marniac okay here we go origin story There really isn't much to my origin story, and I'm afraid my story is probably very similar to many others. I was a teenage metalhead who, as I got older, got more interested in punk. By the time I was 16, I was a big Dead Kennedys fan, and when I was Mm. 17, a school pal of mine lent me 0 plus 2 equals 1. Obviously, not being a complete idiot, I was hooked immediately and quickly sought out their other records. It was a few years before I saw them live, for some reason, the Mr. Happy Tour with the two drummers in Leeds. I was at University in York at the time incredible show. I still remember it well. However, for reasons I forget or maybe they didn't tour for a while in the later 90s, I didn't get to see them again for some years. Which mm-hmm. leads me nicely onto my personal story.
3: Oh wow. So, this.
1: after university it is fair to say I didn't really do a lot for a few years. I moved back home to Derby and ended up back at my parents' house for a year oh, or so man. in between less salubrious <laughs> lodgings. They Sorry. lived in a very... They lived in a very nice bungalow in a very pleasant and frankly quite posh village, a few miles away from Derby City itself. I should add at this point that one of the, re- I should add that at this point one of the reasons I haven't written in before is that due to a lack of social media, internet, smartphones back in those days, plus the fact that I was drinking a lot more back then, means most of my memories around dates and specifics mm-hmm. is loose to say the least. Mm-hmm. I've Me googled too. a few things to try to make things a bit more accurate, but even so, yeah, you're not alone that's so yeah many of us anyway i used to go to lots of punk shows in derby usually on my own i got past the stage of trying to get my friends into music tastes i found it easier to just go on my own as i could enjoy myself more without having to worry if my mates were having a good time or not screw those guys unfortunately going to gigs on your own normally means drinking twice as quickly hence the hazy memories anyway the main punk haunt in derby at the time was the victoria inn and at one of these gigs, there was a Canadian band called Huevos Rancheros playing. <gasps> Yay! A, oh, never heard a, of them. What
4: is
1: this? Plus a Canadian support whose name I forget. During the gig, the band mentioned they were looking for a place to stay, as their place had fallen through due to some sort of argument between their Derby contract and his girlfriend. Uh, derby contact and his girlfriend. Derby. Jesus Christ, you're gonna fuck me up. At the end of the gig. <laughs> At the end of the gig, I bumped into said band member and the gents and mentioned if they were really desperate, they could stay at my folks' house in exchange for a lift in their van. To my surprise, they were very keen, so I quickly found myself in the back of a van on the way back to my folks with a bunch of mystery Canadians.
2: Oh, my oh mom they're and dad great took guys. It surprisingly, Wave us are great guys.
1: My mom and dad took it surprisingly well, and all went very well. I even got some free CDs, so I was very happy with the outcome. Cut to maybe a couple of years later, and the show business giants somehow ended up playing at the Vic. At the time, I had no idea who they were, but the poster said featuring members of No Means No. So along ah. I went. I think it's fair to say the gig was slightly under attended. In oh, other words, no. I think there were less than
2: ten of us there.
3: Oh no! Oh. However, being how a showbiz, sh-
4: uh,
2: what what? I wonder. I wonder how um, many showbiz giants would have been on tour. Exactly. God damn!
1: However, being a showbiz giant's gig, it
2: was obviously
1: lots of fun. Now, again, this is where my memory lets me down. Either their TM driver was the same guy from the Huevos Rancheros tour and remembered me, or possibly I mentioned during merch chat that I had a bunch of Canadians stay at my place previously. But either way, it was quickly agreed that the Giants would be the next lot of Canadian reprobates reprobates to benefit from my folks' hospitality. Oh, no way! (laughs) After that, the chaps came back a few more times, either as No Means No or Hanson Brothers. It was usually their tour guy, Possibly a chap called Gidge. Oh,
3: Gidges? yeah, she... How do you say it, Matthew? gidge Gidge. Gijs. Gidge.
1: Guys? Gijs. G-I-J-S, I think is how
3: it's say. Who would email
1: me ahead of time asking if it were okay for them to stay over. Although I think it was Tom who contacted me in later years. As you can imagine, every time this happened, it completely blew my mind that one of my favorite bands ever were actually staying at my folks' house. I don't think I ever really got over being completely starstruck about the whole thing which hmm. I remain slightly you... embarrassed about even now, but I'm hoping they get used to that a lot. Yeah, don't be embarrassed about that. Fucking are you kidding me? Anyway, yeah. Yeah. I suspected they liked coming back cuz my parents' pad was probably a lot nicer than some other places they had to stay in the mm-hmm. past. Fresh towels, hot mm-hmm. showers, comfy beds. But it was always Laundry. a real pff, It was always a real privilege to have them back. My mum loved having them for sheer anecdotal value alone. Plus it was fun <laughs> to make the numbers wonder what the heck was happening when their van used to pull into the street in the early hours. She drew a line at making breakfast though, so we would pop down to the local cafe, a slightly swanky place for the older gentle people called Godfrey's. Again, very surreal to look back on. I think my favorite memory is Rob sitting up in bed on his laptop in his very smart yellow PJs in my sister's old, very pink bedroom. Oh I should actually my stop. God! <laughs> I should add, I should add, I should add, she was not present. I just wish I had thought to take photos, as it would have been lots of fun to have some pics of the lads hanging out with Mom. in a
3: pink bed. As we all know,
1: No Means No are a smashing group of chaps, always so down to earth, so friendly, they would often leave gifts. My mom still has her purple Dead Bob t-shirt. And thank you postcards from Tom that he would later post on on their travels. Oh,
4: come on. Sad to
1: say... Sad to say she never really got into the music, although I think I nearly won her round with Now once. And In fact, course. I think she had difficulty connecting some of the darker material with the lovely men who used to come and stay from time to time. Anywho, that's all I have to say. I think I may Beautiful. be too far along, so please edit as heavily as you see fit. We did not edit at all. No. Keep doing the great work. Your pal, pal Dan. Oh, hey, Dan. Man. Thank you, sir. That was yeah. fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And the rest see, of you... The rest of you, take fucking note, right? Be a Dan. Send us some shit. Yeah, send what's, us... Uh, what do we need to do? I, like, okay,
2: Put put a, an alert on your phone. I, I, I don't think that you guys are like, oh, fuck those guys. I don't want to do that. Um, it's that you're forgetting. <laughs> so, everybody has a smartphone. So, right now, as you're listening to this, pause smartphone. me. Pause it. And... Make a little note like w- while you're doing your fucking laundry or something boring, whatever. If I can take notes on your phone, everybody has a way to record. Just give us some shit, dude. Come on. Come I, on.
3: Lo- I love the stories of the band staying at people's houses. Yes, and I know that's yes, really funny. And to- yeah. oh and, and hey,
1: you guys don't you don't have to have that kind of story, right? If this is just about no, you no. and your mates hanging out, getting drunk in the dorm room, whatever, I want to hear all of it. You don't totally. have to have some shiny example of. I never got to meet the band. I started a fucking podcast about them. You know what I mean? Just fucking tell us you've
3: what they never mean. Met to you. any
1: of them? No, I've met Andy, of course. We know that, but none and of the you, others. But you've never met John others. or Rob. Nope.
3: Oh, no wow.
1: Tom. John gave me a little oh, nod sorry, and a wink as I passed yeah, him Tom. once, Tom. but that was it.
3: He gave me yeah. a nod and a wink <laughs> as I was
1: wearing my. Uh, I was wearing that uh, no yin yang shirt, and he mm-hmm. saw me as he was passing. He was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." I'm like, "Yeah, I got I got toys from Tom." Yeah, I know, I know. Mm -hmm. In any event, ladies and gentlemen, here's our phone number if you wish to call us. By the way, we've gotten one call. One call, which I'm very grateful for. Brian, nothing, but one fucking call. So call us at 415-493-8630. Break up your shit into three-minute segments. We want to hear from you. We don't don't want to be doing this into the void. Come on.
2: Yeah, there were anyway. some people like, oh, I'm in Brazil. I can't phone. That's fine. Email us. The internet yeah. doesn't us. care about your silly borders or your silly phones. No. Send in your no. submission to no means nothing podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Your no All means right. no origin story, an interesting anecdote related to no means no, your what no means no means to you. Just send that shit on in. Dude from Brazil you can't phone us. Why Ghosts is one of the best songs of all time. Whatever it is that you want to tell
1: us, just go ahead. In any event, we've guilted you enough. It's time for the back half of the podcast where we have another two fucking googly eyed pants poopers. Mm -hmm. So on this half of the podcast, we're going to deal with two, again, very, 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 very different songs. We're going to start Mm -hmm. with Junk of Small Parts Isolated and Destroyed, 1988 going up against Red on Red from the Mr. Wrong, Mr. Right fight, or Mr. Right, Mr. Wrong fight, the system, one down, two to go, 1994. So, first, I'm going to clear up some of this clutter, let you hear a little bit of this junk before we hear Matthew's take on this fucking song.
3: Garbage, below us is the earth, above us is the garbage, below us is the earth, and each day,
2: each hour, each minute, each second,
4: above us is the garbage, below us is the earth, above us is the garbage, below us is the earth, and each day, each hour, each minute, each second, we're crawling, crawling.
1: you uh weird garbagey toy noises. <laughs> Matthew it's
2: you.
3: Craig Bougie.
2: I love the fact that I've, I have talked about ghosts and now I'm talking about this and both of them very very different effects but both of them are have uh lots of John sound effects and uh, we've been told yes. many different sources that John is uh the silly little boy who yes. uh, like to just make all kinds of interesting sounds i mean he's a progressionist like it, yeah. it, it totally yeah. makes sense yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just fascinated with sound and so all the little squeaky toys and everything like that in this song are the
4: uh,
2: quite different from the clanking and um chains Blinking, and whatever and the fuck baking, else is okay. in from Ghost. Mm. so um little known fact this song junk uh after it was released on um uh, small parts isolated and destroyed uh, took off on its own to become a band called Pigment Vehicle.
3: <laughs> no fucking point. What?
2: Wait. No, the, the song what? itself, it split into three different people and became a band called Pigment <laughs> Vehicle. <laughs> Just it manifested itself on its own and became. I see what you're trying to do oh, here. Okay. I see what All you're right. doing. I'm I'm doing. A, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that.
3: Um,
2: when I listen to this song, it is a like it's brilliant like it's brilliantly recorded uh these excellent production but i don't think the mastering is very good and i really wish that i could hear so many of these songs better um i I really wish that they would remaster uh small parts because uh there's like incredible stuff going on i really like um again i got new headphones and (laughs) I'm really enjoying that. Um, but yeah, stuff moves from side to side. the vo- the vocals move from side to side the the drums move from side to side. The Great guitar and the bass don't don't do that too much, but yeah, like when when a when a fill, a tom run uh, like starts oh. in your upper left and goes down to the bottom right. that's amazing. That's fun. Uh, I really that's really a enjoy sphincter
3: that. tickle right there <laughs> indeed.
2: yeah,
1: Proctology exam.
2: <laughs> um so yeah anyway there's a lot of little things in the song um uh, it, it's a song about things i don't know whether they're it's probably literal things but it's also just complexity in general i think sort of a you know our our opinions are um the the way we like to portray ourselves it's all junk it's all um just extraneous shit that makes all the important things difficult to discern and i think that's kind of what it's about i mean um like you say it's literal things or uh, metaphorical things it's just um above us is the garbage below us is the earth so we're just trapped between um the i, I guess so sort of like the, the 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 practical and the uh the clear and um above us is acquisition it's pollution it's complexity it's everything that's everything extraneous that we do not need superfluous stuff versus uh the the practicality of reality um and uh, it's difficult to tell sort of like it's one of andy's really really great um vocal performances again oh my god just just just
3: just oh fuck um, just don't even try it yourself
2: So many thoughtful bits And then snotty bits And then angry bits um, So uh, yeah he, He's just a fantastic vocalist uh, And man This song um, <laughs> New perspective again on it Because of the job that I do um, <laughs> Which has a lot of junk <laughs> it, it does Yeah indeed, you do <laughs> it, it, it does indeed uh, I work for a company that Um we make uh, stuff. <laughs> we make sets for for uh, for ads and uh, for uh, stage and for all, all different kinds of things. TED Talks, um, whatever oh, oh else. Shit. I thought it was and just
3: theater stuff. So a like lot of our, uh, th-
2: there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in uh, a, a, one of the places that I spend a lot of time. And, uh, you know, some of it's very dusty. Some of it has been there for a very long time. So, and it means something to, it's cool uh, stuff. some of it's cool. Yeah. Some of it would, would be cooler if it hadn't been there for so long. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Hi fader. Um, so, uh, <laughs> oh. anyway, yeah, I know. It, it, it is, it, I think it's a song about the dangers of acquisition of uh, of too much stuff and um, how sometimes it obscures what's important. Um, musically, again, yeah, oh, the way, sure what I was I saying order. about it became a pigment vehicle is because it is so tight so uh it's i think maybe one of john's most um v- virtuosic uh yes. drumming songs it is just fucking incredible how many different kinds of things he does and how many oh, different parts there are into my. this three yeah. and a half minute song which is you know ideal radio length um but uh yeah there's so many different like avenues and blind corners uh, in this and cul-de-sacs and it does um, not feel freeways. like three minutes 38 seconds no this song. it really does not
3: <laughs> oh it's so good
2: certainly not um like the the jazz bridge um with the fucking hi-hat is crazy the the part with the squeaky toys with the real sinuous guitar and bass um yeah and you know again lyrically uh clawing falling you know, we're just trying to acquire all the stuff and we're all More. trying to achieve something that's we're just, you know, a, a, I mean, it's a Sisyphean uh, task of acquiring all this shit, trying to achieve some pinnacle that you're never going to fucking reach because you keep building it higher. Um, You'll just fall off and have to start up again as you add your shit to the pile. And I'm so glad that they use squeaky toys as a, yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's such great sounds, but I mean, what a superfluous thing is a squeaky yep. toy. It's this yep. rubbery well, thing. To your dog, though,
3: Come on. They love, no,
2: this. No, but yeah, but they yeah, all, the, but it all ends up as junk. Every
1: dog yeah, squeaky yeah. toy gets fucking ruined and ends up in a landfill. It's <laughs> you junk. know they
2: just oh, yeah. they destroy it to get the squeaker out, don't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's the beating heart. That's the yeah. predators. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Nice. Anyway, yeah, fantastic song. I love yeah the uh, the the panning uh, vocals, the panning uh, drums, um, and yeah oh yeah yes. one interesting thing um above us is the garbage oh, below God. us is the earth I just as a linguist it's interesting that he doesn't say the earth it's the earth it's a little the bit earth. awkward it's like a little uh kid or like somebody who is not super fluent it's uh like huh. above us is the earth um and, and each day yeah it's all sort of mu- shower, it's not mush mouth, but it's minute, like a lazy yeah each second yeah yeah interesting yeah a song all about right. things and how things there's too many stuff. things
1: stuff. michelle what you got for us
3: all right in my humble opinion this, indeed, may be the most musically complex piece they've ever composed. Oh. Mm. The guitar and bass start out with what I think is a Phrygian scale or mode. Oh. Yeah. Go on piano. Phrygian. That's one of the
4: seven modes. Hmm. It's also the
2: name of the little red cap, the symbol of revolution, in the coat of arms it? of many Central American nations. Phrygian.
3: Same spelling.
2: Hmm. It's probably to do with something Greek. That. It sounds Greek to me.
3: It's all Greek yep, to me.
2: Yep.
3: <laughs> Shit. Listen. Go up to a piano. Find the find the E. All right. It's two up from the middle C. And play e. all the white notes up to the next E. And e. then add a, add a dash of fungitis. <laughs> and I have spoke to a certain person about this, and I know that this is a John composition. Huh. It's probably Makes pretty sense fucking to obvious that it is. Makes sense to All me. right, Matthew, I'm surprised you didn't bring this up time to poop your pants the time signature of this five song, four yeah it's
4: five fire. four
3: it, for a bit and then oh wait yeah. let, me, let me let me get to that the time signature is in five and if you solely listen to john you will and i underlined will and on all capital letters you will shit your pants
1: i did multiple times oh, it's a fact my
3: god listen to him it's a fact the wait a minute, wait a minute, please wait a minute is so wonderfully done with the pleading words and the chaotic music. Then we get to the above us is the garbage, below us is the earth, and this section is in seven. Fuck. Oh! Yeah! Yeah, it is. Nine, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes. This composition is, our composition is utterly unreal. And is one of the most profound pieces they ever wrote. It's a buffet of complex fucked upness that shows off their massive talent and delivery. And this song in particular, I didn't write this down, I'll just tell you. I remember listening to this on my walkman when I was mm. living in New York in my first oh. apartment. It had the smallest fucking, I don't even know if you could call it a kitchen, but once in a while I'll see these things. It's like a three foot, <laughs> it's like a two kitchenette. It's sub- the food yeah, yeah. cubicle. Oh, it's, yes. it's, it was so compact. But I remember, and there was a little sink. I remember listening to this, doing my dishes. A sinklet. This is, this is in... <laughs> sinklet. This was before the internet, so it was 1994. It was not really out there yet. I was on my Walkman. I was listening to washing dishes in my little kitchenette thingy. And I just, again, saying to myself, just, just like, who are these guys
4: mm-hmm. who
3: is this doing this like this and i've heard it for years but it's just like this is amazing amazing music that is this this piece in particular i think is their most complex piece i'm i'm i'm, I'm putting money down that it is the other ones sound complex but this one is just over the top mm.
2: maybe paradise in this one yeah <laughs>
3: I don't, yeah. I don't know.
2: I'm thinking this is it. That's where my money's going. Mm. So 100% on both
1: of what you guys have said. And I think musically, th- I mean, this is one of those pieces where it cements how this band is absolutely impossible to pin down. Like, you cannot say, oh, they're this. Oh, they're this. Like, no, they're fucking not. They made junk. Like, fuck you. Put yeah. this on. You can't pitch and hold this shit into yeah. anything. This song is unquantifiable. <laughs> It is its own thing. I'm sure the influence is here, influences there. When but I it's said its it was own
3: math rock, and people called it junk because it was jazz and punk. Maybe they yeah. were like junk. Maybe maybe I, they I, were like I, I junk. Don't know. I'm sorry. I, I just but
1: sorry. no, no, that's a good one. And that's oh, no, good. Yeah. Uh, that is good. Jazz, punk, junk. I like it. That just the sets fits on so many levels with this fucking song. It is. Yeah, I agree. Musically incredible. I don't mind the engineering as much as as you do, maybe Matthew, just because I feel like this whole album has that feeling to it that just feels like small parts. And so uh, it's just nostalgic for me. So I don't, I don't mind it so much. I do love the engineering. I do love all the cross panning and all of that. I think that was, they were clearly having a lot of fucking fun with it. John is having a lot of fun in many ways all over this fucking song. This has got his stains deeply embedded oh, all over stains. it in the most beautiful oh, ways and, and, and to go back to Andy a little bit on here there's a couple of these little bits that he has but, but you know what I love about it do you know what I love about it he said this before he's not like the, yeah. most tech, he's not the most technically proficient player in the world and that's to the benefit that's to the benefit of the music if he yeah. was really, really Spoken technically, no. But listen, if he was really technically proficient, and, and all A. of those Malmsteen. little bits were played, were pl- shut up. If all those little bits were played, fucking, <laughs> were played really, really well, like like super tight, it wouldn't sound the same. No. It needs that sloppiness. Like Raunch. it's not. That's not. It's part of the music. It's what gives this song gives his music real fucking character. Mm. That he that it lets the cracks in. One of my other favorite bands of all time, and I know Andy has really grown to love them as well, is this indie rock band Pavement. And one of the reasons they're so fucking good is that they're sloppy as fuck. They, <laughs> they let, there's all sorts of places where they're sloppy and the light comes in the cracks, right? There's that saying, right. what are the cracks yeah. for? It's where the light gets in. That's what I feel about Andy's guitar playing. And on this song, there's so much technical proficiency, but he his Guitar playing is where that crack gets to come in, where that, where it's, there's just something free and loose about it that is better than being super technical. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's 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 fucking it's amazing. You can't teach
3: that either. That's like no no no.
1: Exactly right. He's just there, like just fucking on it, it and 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 texturing it, and It's 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 fucking. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Jeez. But everything else you guys said about this is right. The time signatures, oh. I can never fucking my brain can never totally nail in where this song's at. It's just always one step ahead of me. It's it's fucking crazy. And yeah, Matthew, I think in terms of the meaning that I'm much aligned with you. Although I think it's gotten even more sort of technically literal and interesting in the fact that the sky really is fucking garbage now and that we're probably a decade away from a major catastrophe when the there's all that shit starts shit collides up Mm -hmm. in up in the sky and Uh and and it rains down on the earth so above us is the garbage now literally Uh and i also think above us is the garbage of all of the information that's passing over our heads all the fucking time. So not even a literal way, but just Exactly. We're broadcasting all this garbage, all this shit. It's it's, but yes, you're right, Matthew. It's about just the accretion of junk. And I think he nails that so well when he says, um, uh, where's that line? It's, uh, God damn it. Um, oh yeah. So, but now there's so much of this stuff around that when we look down on the ground, there's nothing there to see. Meaning there's just so much fucking junk mm-hmm. that you look down there's no more ground anymore. You don't even notice I'm, it. Undifferentiated, yeah. Exactly. The ground is just covered with fucking junk. That's it. Well, I guess they just buried it somewhere else. You don't even notice that the ground is covered with junk anymore. You just figure out ah, they must have buried it somewhere wait else. Wait a
3: minute. Wait a minute. And then yes. that baseball got fouled in the baseball Exactly.
1: Exactly. Oh. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, uh, God. this this song is yeah. is gorgeous. It oh is my God, it so it's is. a masterpiece. It's defining mm. on this album, uh, and uh I mean, it's just from another fucking world. These yep. people, and like you, Michelle, yeah. listening to this, you're like, "Who are these guys? Who is Who's this? making music like this? Who, Who is and doing Andy's this? delivery, his vocal delivery, is so good. He does that well, and Andy, just, Like like as you pointed out, Matthew from. I, S-
4: No, go ahead. I was just
2: going to say, no, I was going to say, like, yeah, he says not the most, not the most technically, technically proficient guitarist, but like, would you prefer to look at a Robert Bateman or a Jackson Pollock? (laughs) No. Yeah. No, exactly.
1: (laughs) What what he adds to it is like, I get bored with technical precision. Because yep. it doesn't let in any of that other texture. The actual light of human experience. The actual exactly. light of the moment of, of being in the... you're not. He's not trying to recreate something. He's fucking in it. Yeah. And, yeah. and letting it be sloppy. And that gorgeous sloppiness adds a texture that the precision of John and Rob needs oh, to, to make Christ it something John. more than it would oh be outside of just the two it's of them. It's a good them. way of playing. And yeah. I love... I loved Tom's work. I always loved Tom's work. But Andy did add in that element in a way that Tom can't, because he's not that guitar player. But he always... And,
3: Andy's just like... Ah!
1: No, he's... It's an, it's incredible what he adds to this band. Oh, and it's... it's I, I don't know that there's another guitar player like him. And I don't want there to be. It's like, this is... It's so perfect yeah. for this fucking band. And then band. you
3: meet him and he's like, hey, how's it going?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Junk is a... Masterpiece. masterpiece and i love it and i'm glad both of you do too and i'm sorry for yelling at you i didn't actually mean to yell at you i wasn't serious mm-hmm. about that so don't take me seriously
3: no no
2: well, i should mention all right uh john okay. just like as a drum thing uh john doesn't use a lot of flams but this song is all awful of flams it's pretty good flams uh, a flam yeah What's it's a, a flam- one like? of I know, a drum flam. drum rudiment no flam a flam is a uh, it's it's two notes that are played so close together that they appear or feel as one note. Um, oh, like the Sandy yeah, it's, it's one of the like drum rudy. Yeah. yeah, there is a lot yeah. of that in here. Yeah, yep, yeah. lots of flams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck,
1: flame,
4: flame. and I can
1: never at uh, this song. It's just um, it's always one step ahead of the way my brain able to keep up with it, which is, I love. It. it keeps me off balance. This song in the best fucking yeah. way.
3: Time signatures so five yep. and seven. Put that That's next player to smoke
1: it. I, I didn't catch the seven one. I caught the oh, five, yeah. which I remember like it makes me the liar because I think mm-hmm. earlier it said oh zero plus mm-hmm. two equals one. they are only five four songs. That's Fucking idiot! One. No, this is their this is their yeah. first one. One, two, three, one. Four,
3: yeah. four, five, six, seven. So four, five, six, seven. So good. Above so us good. is the garbage.
1: Below us is, is the earth. It's the earth.
3: All That's
1: right,
2: funny, yeah. Ghost is one that people don't like, and Junk is one that a lot of people say it's their favorite.
1: Which, well, well deserved. Yeah. All right, let's go to a, a a bit of a lesser. I don't know if this is lesser known, but it was a B side, right? Someone just mm. posted recently. I forget what the what the compilation was. I should have gone back and looked it up. But this appeared on a compilation as a as like a compilation of different punk bands. I don't remember what it was, but that's where oh, this first God. appeared, apparently. So this mm. is red on red. One down, mm. two to go. So don't feel blue. Have a little bit of this red for a moment.
2: And what I like are. about this particular pairing is that uh, both in both uh, Junk and uh, Red and Red, the main riff goes up. Yes, it's <laughs> pretty cool. Hey, yeah, I like that. It's like, uh, love, love, love that uh, that bass line. <laughs> I like up, 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 up um and then this song is just so raw straightforward it actually and i like the fact that it's in the same uh episode as ghosts as well because this song has always reminded me of joyful reunion um Mm, yeah in in terms of how driving it is and how you know Mm -hmm. relatively um i'm not going to say simple but maybe sort of simple in the structure not in the playing um right but it's sort of repetitive and everything like that so um Uh, yeah, I I didn't really have enough time to sort of figure out what I think it means. It's a a very, very tough one. You know, the structure is very straightforward. I don't think that the, um, you know, it's one of those ones where if you were in a, in in a biker bar with a whole bunch of, you know, you play motorhead or you could play this and they'd be probably into both. Totally motorhead-y. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. But better. Um,
2: I do love the fact that he says you kill me <laughs> in <Yep>. this song. It's <laughs> yeah. just pretty cool. Yep. Um, let me just get the lyrics out because um, I wasn't familiar with all of them. Um, yeah, here we go.
3: Fucking Rob, man. Rip,
2: Holy rip shit. me apart. I'm willing. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm not sure what this song is. is it, uh, it's about sex. It's it could be about sex. It could be about you know loss or you know a, a breakup or anything like that. I actually think it's about the present. Um, you know, you you have black and white, and duality is such a huge thing in in No Means No. You know, you have the the good and the evil, the Slade and the the Bob. Um, red on red, there there's no differentiation. You know, it's it's the past and the future. There's this is just the the utter present. It's it's the it's experience. There's no distinction. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody. But um, it made me think of, because of that duality that's in so much of No Means No thing, that red, I'm sure they're not thinking about the superior whorf hypothesis, which is the reason why I went into linguistics um, so very long ago. <laughs> Languages. Uh, it's all about color terms the the superior right. wharf hypothesis that color is a continuum um, everybody experiences it the same way we just draw the frets in different places and not every language has as many color terms or as the same color terms as other languages and do we see the color because we have the word for it or do we have the word because we perceive the color as distinct? And so there are languages which arguably have no color terms at all. And basically it just means sort of like uh, dark and light or hot and cold sort of distinction. But if there's a third color term beyond like black and white or those sorts of that duality, it's red almost universally across human languages. Mm. Um, which is is quite interesting. You know, red is the color of blood. Red is the color of sexual excitement. Red is the color of violence. Red is the the color of ripe fruit as distinct in the green jungle. That's why we develop color vision is so we can see that fucking nourishing thing. Right. Um, Yeah. So um, that distinction from black and white, um, I don't know. It is... The, the the differentiation differentiation of experience it's the accent red is the accent red is the um the distinction from like the banal i don't know i wear the scars like metals oh, um whether to, he, that is one of my favorite lines in any no mm-hmm. no song um the experience could be good could be bad but i'm glad i had it um, and I wear the scars like medals, even though it hurt me. Right. Um, I don't know if this, it's a song about, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of songs about kind of loss in this episode. Like ghost is about loss. This song could be about loss. Like ghost is about, you know, the acceptance of loss. This is about the, you know, uh, cr- crying against like living despite loss. Junk is about, the loss of in the absolute abundance, super abundance of like other sorts of like getting lost. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
4: Yeah.
2: So maybe this song is about the present. It's about experience. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I guess it's, I need to do some more thinking about it, but I, I, I kind of love this song. It uh, really charges me up. I think this is possibly one of Rob's best vocal songs. He, he, oh, he just killing. fucking belts it. Um, yep. Yep. Anyway, uh, a little incoherent, but uh, maybe it's just because it's a way of nice. the song makes me feel. Yeah. Right. Nice. Yeah. All right, Michelle,
1: what you got for us?
3: The song kills. Just listen to the beginning of this. I remember hearing this for the first time and yelling out, Jesus, fuck. And then I I did. And then I I just drew some googly eyes in there. Like, oh, God, the way this starts out, are you kidding me?
4: Oh, Uh, fuck.
3: Oh, 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 my fucking God. One of the most tremendous pieces with plenty of passion thrown in there. To me, Rob is all over his base. And those chromatic riffs have some of the most attitude known to man. I am not sure if I recall these guys playing it much during concerts. Do you?
1: I saw it once. Yeah, uh,
3: really? you yeah. saw it once. I did saw it. I saw it G's? when they.
1: Yeah, I did. It was Jeez. on the same tour that they played uh, "Who Fucked Who," and it was um, it was fucking oh. amazing.
3: Oh my mm. god!
2: Red on red, who fucked who?
3: <laughs> Songs yeah. that
2: begin and end with the same word. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: John is going completely ape shit with some oh my profound God. fills. The fucking fills John does. Yeah, amazing. Oh, oh, oh!
2: I I think he must have been just in terms of what and how he's playing the, these songs. Fucking like hell. It, it's a it's a kissing cousin to joyful you, reunion. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. I well,
3: agree. What I, think that, that's a good, I don't know good call. what the he's just sick. I'm falling yeah. in love with him. I got to tell you. This song is a banger, a gem, a rockin' tune that is totally timeless and epic. Holy shit, this song is killing. A hundred
1: percent, hundred percent, this song is a fucking banger. I think everything you guys said, I agree with uh, all over the place. This real, I think the the call out to Joyful Reunion is something I had noted down too. Absolutely Mm -hmm. has that feeling. It has that cathartic feeling to me. This is one of those cathartic, cathartic no means no songs. That really just lets like, me. And again, I hadn't, I hadn't like paid that Thelma much attention to. Thelma and Louise
2: them. going off a fucking cliff. <laughs> exactly, that, that last scene, exactly. Like
1: car going off. This the cliff. Is, and
2: and, and like you. Other
1: other than picking out a few of the lyrics here and there, it's not one that I ever paid that much attention to the lyrics because I don't have to. Because this you? song, With fucking, this song speaks to me like in my guts, not my mind. Yeah. Right. That's that's yeah. my guts that want to hear this. That said. Reading it a little bit more again, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have this shit nailed down at all. But some interesting things. One, this is one of their songs where one of the few where they get a little self-referential, right? By no means, right? They right. they do that yeah. in old yeah, yeah, as well, sorry. but they're they're throwing their their name in there a little bit. um It's also this. It's at least the the second song to have a direct Macbeth reference, which is pretty great. Sound and oh. Fury,
3: uh, mm. which
1: is from Macbeth, just like in Widget, they they talk about Macbeth, so they they know they're good shakespeare at least um yeah but yeah i also this is a song it's cathartic to me in this song this almost strikes me sometimes as a song by that's the the song of release and acceptance and fucking red on red not anger but just righteous fury that so Mm -hmm. many of their point of view characters deserve after having lived the shit that they've lived right so the 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 guy who had to sit and live in that house on the top of the hill for this wound will never heal. Fuck you. And there's even a little line in here that made <laughs> me think of that when they said, um, uh, "Once she lived here, now she's gone." Like there's all these little bits that made me feel Lost. out to other songs. Yeah, yeah, as if there's this this feeling of the, this is the song that all those the fucked up protagonists get to sing on their way out to go. You know what? Fuck the shit. I am <laughs> yeah, ready. Well, go over the cliff. <laughs> I, I am ready to wear these scars like metals. I'd also highlighted that, that line. It really oh, feels man, like, let me take this pain and this anger and turn it into something glorious. Let me take red, which is pain and layer it with red, which is my righteous fucking glory. Right. That's just you. these, these two poles of red being something that's, that Fuck can yourself. mean death, but it can mean passion. These two things right on top of each other. I'm going to take that pain and lay my passion on it. Fuck you. Red on red. And yeah. just the way that he, with the passion that he sings it with, like you said, it's one of his mm. glorious oh. performances. Holy shit. I can only imagine this is the reason it's a real B-side is that I don't know where it would fit on any other album, right? But so glad it we got to fucking have album. this song. Mm. Well, I'm just glad we got to have it. There's so many great songs on this fucking album. A bunch of which we haven't even gotten gotten to yet. Um, And uh, uh, one of their rare songs that front loads the fuzz guitar, like the the guitar so heavy. There's some great Mm. bass in there that comes out, (laughs) but the rest of it's just this. It's 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 so driving. And, and then it pulls back and it lets Rob with the crocodile crawling up your spine. And then the bass crawls up, spine up and, your spine. Exactly, and, and you pointed <laughs> it that.
4: Just like him.
1: <laughs> it's something that I'd neglected to say in Junk, even though it was in my fucking notes. <laughs> that I love that they they have that just like you, Matthew, that upward the the upward crawling bass line. And in Junk, it happens right when he's also saying, um, you know, it's don't crane your, neck, crane your neck, crane your neck, and it's going up, up while he's neck. doing it. Ba-da-da-da-da. It's just fucking great. This song is a banger. Know, you could put this on out. at any fucking punk party and people would be, someone would be dead by the end of it. They'd be moshing Ooh, so fucking hard in this shit. Eyes. Lots of googly eyes. I'm going to have to change my shorts after this one.
4: Oh my mm, God.
2: Chef's kiss
1: red on red. Love it.
2: All right. We haven't just before. There are a couple of lyrics, which I, I mean, we don't normally do this, but I just, neither of us, like none of us, kind of got into these here. But sound and fury unjustified, words polluted with ego and but there's a crocodile oh, crawling up crawling your spine. Up your what's, spine. So, what's that what's that mean? What's hey, that yeah. mean?
3: Isn't it this, I like, thought this about is it. like
2: it's about envy, the ego, jealousy. maybe. It's about some jealousy. asshole being like puffed up and being too big for himself and like there's you know some humility coming. I don't know. Isn't it the
3: crocodile um, is like the green the envy?
2: Maybe. It could be. It could also be the if it's crawling up your spine, like
1: it's the it's that animalistic energy that can't be suppressed by all the yeah. bullshit that you're trying to spout. It's just bigger than that, and it's gonna fucking come out. I don't know, oh, man. This like, song's hard to pin down. This song's it hard is. to pin down. Build it up,
2: down. then tear it down. Tear the bells down, are ringing. The prayers are done. Once she lived here, now she's gone. Now so she's rip done. it up and tear it down, but it won't, yeah. be
0: won't be long. Won't be long. Won't be long. Man, it won't man, be it long. it won't be long. Yeah,
2: so, so good. what wow. is it that's being built up? I think it's it is maybe about the the ego, about expectation. It's like live in the live in the now, live in the moment. I don't know. I don't this don't, is so
1: yeah, but strong, build but, yeah, build it up and then tear it down, right? Like you yeah. anyway, it's this
3: is their uh, what's that one song? Now go walk out the door. You don't think with well, now, know you don't love me no more. Come on, oh, what's yeah, a song? What is that? You what's the, the fucking song? I don't know. I have no idea, but I
2: love you. Sing it.
3: I will survive. Oh, yeah. I, was, it's, oh, yeah. I will survive. It's yeah, the yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Survive song by Gloria Gaynor. I think that's it. Her is, name. I don't give a fuck. It, is,
1: it <laughs> is catharsis dressed in a sexy ass red dress. It is fucking. <laughs> and it's gorgeous. Kickin'. It's kicking. It's kicking. Oh. Kickin'. It's gorgeous. All right. Like, well, there's
3: a foot in the air. Rob's got his foot in the air.
1: This song. Neither of these songs are lucky with their oh pairings. Let me just say it. So, Matthew, unfortunately, hear me to sing, I no. You know what? Let's uh, <laughs> let's put Michelle on the fucking hot seat first. No escaping yeah. for you, Michelle. What? Who's your vote? Who's your vote for? Who's Michelle.
3: my vote? Oh my Michelle, god, Michelle.
1: Who's your vote?
3: I like junk. <laughs> she, <laughs>
2: likes <laughs> junk.
3: I like junk. she likes junk. I like. She likes junk. I am voting for junk. Oh my god, I love Radar on Red though. Jeez, I, every these every all these songs tonight Four bangers. are killing.
2: Four bangers. This is a
3: good episode. I got to tell you, these got good songs yeah. in it. But I'm voting for yeah.
2: junk. Yeah. All right,
1: Matthew, what about you?
2: You know, I'm been walking to work. I take the same route. There isn't a lot of, um, unlike most places in Vancouver, um, you can usually take a, a different route to places. But I have to go over fucking train tracks only one bridge. So I've been listening to the same songs in the same order. It's almost the exact same like length of time. These four songs, my walk from, from work. So, um, I don't know. I, I got to thinking over and over again, like my instinct was to go for junk because it's so technically proficient and so amazing. Everything like that. But, um, red and red just makes me, uh, yeah. Ugh! So I got to vote for Red on Red. Oh, God.
3: Oh, oh. oh shit. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I,
1: so honestly, legit, at this very moment, I do not know where I'm going to go.
3: Dude, do I need hmm. to sell this to you?
1: No, you don't. You don't. So I think much like Matt, I'm not much like Matthew. I'm not saying that's what my vote is. But in terms of how I feel about these songs, this these are, again, two poles of No Means No. Like our first pairing these yeah. represent two important poles the technical the brain the brain geared, and the balls the brain and the balls right? right and and i think they're both important for that they're both great exemplars of that and this song is is a great song that, that the red on red with rob's passion and yet mm. john's songwriting and the snarliness and the the depth of 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 everything they write in junk is so fucking good oh god uh, do the
3: right thing. Brad. I'm. I'm.
1: I, I. am voting for junk in this round. Yeah. I am oh. voting for junk. Mm. I do love red on red, and it was not. Which is just saying, it's like easy. red and red is junk. Is not the balls. No, it's not. So I guess. <laughs> no. I guess I've castrated myself. Oh no. Um, oh, but, oh, no. But. But. but they're such great songs oh my
3: god great
2: great songs. Songs. oh no no so no that great. was not easy i, I shouldn't no. say that was easy i went no. back and forth for like a week yeah. of walking to work like i'm gonna vote for this one i'm gonna vote for this one but no it's well, not listen, easy and i hate it i hate myself for un- voting
1: unfortunately well for better or worse ghosts is gathering up its junk and walking into the next though. round <laughs> jesus <laughs> Pre- nice. predator predator is dripping on red on red with red oh, on red and no. is settling down for a long winter's nap maybe to pop up for uh in its uh people's choice for round two i don't know we'll see mm. but you've it's made life it and to- hell
3: doesn't come back uh, there's I gonna know, be some uh, there's gonna be some real life in hell for us i think <laughs> yeah. right yeah um yeah. But listen,
1: unfortunately, this is the end of our episode because this week we do not have an Andy's Correction Corner. Oh I hear God. many of you racing to turn off the podcast right now before you can Andrew, hear any of the rest of it.
3: Is it me well, you sing your guitar solos? Is it me? You know. No, it
2: just for anything to comment for Andy to comment on, that's right. all. Yeah, no. we, we've, he's
1: got a couple. Right. He'll, he'll, we'll no. get it. We'll get it back. Right. We'll get it back. There's some in this is. one, right? In any event, all that's to say, this is at his pleasure, and we're more than fucking lucky that he's bothered to give us shit. So if he never gave us anything more, we'd be rich for everything he gave us. In any event, No Means No Thing is produced and edited by yours truly, Jordan Flato. Mm Co-hosting and podcast graphics are by the amazing Matthew Kowalik. Uh Michelle Strangest is our third and everyone's favorite co-host and official Foley artist. All Thank right, you to okay. No Means No for the use of stock taking as our intro and outro music. And I think both of you know what the fucking stinger's gonna be. So on the count of three, one, uh, wait,
3: wait two, ho, 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 oh, come on, you, you know it.
1: one two, three stinger two three relish.
4: relish Thank you very much.
1: if you've stuck around if you, you fucking derby shit that was hilarious all right if you if you've stuck around we're going to we're going to draw and I've got to do this cuz now I got to go get my daughter to bed I've I, I have I've just pulled round 1 i've just i've just i've just pert pulled round 1 uh this one's a little bit underwhelming for me i'm sad to say but that but let means let's i'm going to like it way. Uh, oh maybe. Uh Oh. Hmm. All right, we've got, and here comes round a bit, too. These are a round of kind of also rands, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a good episode. Don't get me wrong. Come back. But I can't say that pants will be pooped. Oh. There's some good ones there.
3: Number two there is pretty uh, promising to me.
1: Yeah. I know they're all promising and again these are one of those ones where I need to go back and go well,
3: maybe I haven't given this song enough credit no I don't think you have number
1: two uh, yeah number two's got some good ones and ac- yeah number two's got some good ones number one, number two
3: eh, of number you know, two eh, you know it's, it's there
1: poop. alright ladies and gentlemen um, you've reached the end of our podcast for real this time so fuck off